Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. When you listen to the podcast, you can thank the Freehouse. We thank them all the time, right, Lex? Oh, we love the Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse. Thank you, Freehouse, and thanks for the beer. Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea. Yes? Thank you for asking. I would like to take you two out to lunch. Are you game? Let's do it. Where are we going? We are going to the Lowry. I love the Lowry. It's one of my favorite places. They have such good apps. And there are various ways that they can serve you. Three ways. First, we can go inside. Or you can order online for the Lowry from one of their delivery partners. Or you can pick it up from the restaurant. Should we go inside, though? Yeah, let's go inside. Let's Let's have some breakfast. Okay. And then we'll get some food to go. And it's all my treat. Can we get yes. food for like three days? Um, I'm just asking for a Dawn, friend. I think you're kind of stretching <laughs> my right. generosity, but they do have amazing breakfast and mimosa yes. flights and Bloody Marys. But Don, I don't think you can get the Bloody Marys to go. All right. Ooh, and it's Bloody Marys all day, every day. Well, but I, I thought Mama needed a beer. Don't you want some free house beer at the Lowry? Yeah, actually, let's do it all. Why not? <laughs> I'm Dawn, thirsty and her? I get out. I guess I'll be driving. <laughs> you, you are driving. Uh, you can make reservations. You can check out the menu. You can order pickup and you can order online at the LowryUptown.com. Is it back? Get it back. Get it back. Get it back. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to Jason and Alexis. I'm hearing reverb. Oh, they're in the morning, live on my talk world 71 and live streaming all over the earth at mytalkworld071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become head free sampler woman at Costco, please welcome queen of, queen of the pizza rolls, Alexis Thompson. Hi, buddy. Hello. Hi, Fluffy. And good morning to you, Don McClain. <laughs> Good morning, uh, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. We'll just pretend. And good morning to Kenny. Good morning, well, Kenny. Hello, is this thing on? Hello. I, I can hear you. You're not a ghost. You're not in Bly Manor. And good morning to all of you on this Monday, October 19th, 2020. 603 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to a brand new week. Welcome to National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. That's ridiculous. Welcome to National LGBT Center Awareness Day. Welcome to National Seafood Biscuit Day. Welcome to National Kentucky Day. 
and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Ba, 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 ba. Dawn McLean, yes. how was your herbal tea today? Oh, my tea is great. It's organic chai tea, uh, and it's just delicious. Beautiful. Kenny, your coffee my today? Coffee, it tastes blue, and it tastes like grass. I must be drinking the Kentucky blend. <laughs> oh. Look at you. It's a great Dolly Parton song, too. Uh, blue, yep. why, the grass is blue. Fantastic song. Uh, mine is really needed today. I am, um, like, I have a headache. I'm tired. I did too much this weekend. No, so no. this is truly, truly capital N necessary. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. 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 Mm. We'll check we're in with fishing, the... uh, We're fishing from the same side of the boat, Jason. Oh, really? Are we on the same side? I have a headache, and I'm exhausted. And as soon as I woke up, the first thing I thought of is I started calculating when I can go back to bed. Oh, my goodness. We are on the same side. I As I was driving in, I'm like, okay, I just got to get through the show. And hello? Then, oh, they're... Oh, oh, oh hi. Oh, oh, hello. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, I, yes we can. can. You sound like a possessed doll, though. I yeah, am yeah. one. <laughs> oh. I switched back to my old mic. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Shoot. No, it's fine, because... That other mic, we could literally Whatever hear on hell talking anyway. So that was fantastic. Oh, this that's is, uh, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one was. Yeah, you can it picks hear up through the everything. walls. <laughs> oh yeah, I could. Okay. We could hear Zen breathing for heaven's sake with that other mic. But <laughs> yeah, uh, how's your coffee? Okay. Lex, yeah. You Good morning, some. Fluffy. Good morning, Don. Good, Good morning, Kenny. Uh, my coffee uh, is hot. It's same with you guys. Um, a lot this weekend, so um, it's very. It's very necessary. Yeah. <laughs> and it Sounds tastes divine. Fantastic. Dawn, did you have a busy weekend, too? We, uh, Kenny and Lex and I have already uh, uh, chimed in and mm. put a check by that box. Did you have a busy weekend? You know, not too much going oh, on. Watch some, uh, some movies and stuff like that. But, no, not, like, super busy. I did go to the Deadly Drive-In, though. Oh, at Ooh. Rosedale. Yes, I did. Okay. That. Yeah, can you explain, like... I, I have tickets. I'm going to go. How does this work? Can, okay. you wa- can you drive us through it, please? Yes, I wasn't allowed. You're not allowed to have your cell phone in there. They don't want any yeah. pictures or anything like that. Or are you messing with uh, with the ghouls that come out? But basically, it's uh, in where the old Herbergers was at Rosedale, like okay. underneath the underneath part, um, sort of where that parking garage is. They have these tents set up and... Um, you drive into your stall underneath a tent, and there's all these um, these like tarps that come down. So your car is pretty much enclosed around. You're given a radio to put okay. inside your car, and they take your keys because they don't want people to get too scared and run over one of the actors. <laughs> I wondered how. Okay, okay, you've answered yes. one of my. Okay, okay. All right, so this is a flip phone event, and it's really cool because they give you a QR code, and you scan that, and then that goes to a YouTube video, and it explains how they got the idea. They got it from uh, some. Uh, it was happening somewhere in Japan, where they ripped off the idea <laughs> and then um also they're talking about um you know what the night's going to be like but then it's like there's this killer on the loose 
because there's a killer in the mall. So it's like this whole side plot where things go wonky. So you you get in your car and then, you know, there's like there's flashing, there's there's strobes, there's uh, lights. And then people basically you don't get out of your car. Your doors are locked. They try to get in there. It's you've got like somebody with a Jason mask on. Uh, you've got all kinds of crazy, creepy people, and they show up out of nowhere. They're creeping along your car, and then all of a sudden, oh. boom. Uh, so they come into your tent little area? Yeah, they come into your tent area, and the thing that's almost scary is you're anticipating looking all around you, trying to see where they're coming in, because it's oh. dark in there, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, like, some of the flaps that you drive through, they're blowing in the wind, so, like, you think one of the flaps is the people. I'm like, it's the flap! It's the flap! <laughs> And, you know, it's just, it's fun. It's it's not something that's, um you know, that's like going to make a kid have nightmares or anything like that. Um, they say 14 and up, I believe. But, uh, yeah, it was really fun. fun. You know, oh. because there's nothing, there's there's nothing going on, guys. I don't know no. if you noticed, but there's a pandemic. Yeah. And, um, but, no, I really enjoy myself. Also, don't, don't um, eat before you go because Crave what? has a full... Oh. Uh, like about eight different things that you can get out there. You can get French fries, cheese curds, all kinds of stuff. Oh, and they'll bring them to you. Smart. Yeah, and so get there early. Get there like twenty minutes early so you can eat. Um, oh, I thought it was a bathroom thing because yeah, what if too. that happens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> You're like, no, there's a bucket in the back. <laughs> no, you don't get out of your car the whole time, and it's about a thirty-minute experience. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had okay. a great time. It's cool. fun to just do something. My gosh. Yes, it's so smart, too, with, you know, yeah, everything that's going on. It's a great social distance. It's event a great idea. Yeah. And for the actors, too, I bet they're having a fun time. Right. Nobody's been able to perform. So this is this is a great thing. I don't know. I just it's a really cool, unique idea. I'm so glad that Flip Phone brought it. At what point do they take your keys? At the once you pull into the once you pull into the um, the tent, like okay. there's specific instructions. You watch the little video. So get there early, get some food, and there's a video that you watch. It tells you everything to do. And uh, there's a, a few left, by the way. If anybody's listening out there, I believe there's a few spots left on maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what days. Maybe today. It looks like. Yeah, there was a few. There was a few for, I think they were just the Mondays. So, but the rest of them are sold out. Yeah. It's been, well, people, people are yearning for these types of things because there is, you know, there's not going to be trick or treating in a Mm -hmm. lot of neighborhoods. You can't really have Halloween parties. You can't do this. You can't do that, especially with numbers rising. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is one of those things. I'm I'm telling you, that's why I am optimistic when we're on the other side of this. Uh, people think, oh, we're not going to go back to plays, and, and no, I think it's going to be the opposite. I mean, we're going to mm-hmm. be we're going to be so desperate to do anything communal like this <laughs> safely. Are, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're going to be able to get back in there, in here, uh, and really appreciate yes these things. You know, like I'd love to go to a comedy show, and I know that they're open, but um, it's different. It is different, and you know, just, yeah. So I, it's the deadly drive-in, and Lex, I'll send you the the link so you can. Oh yeah, perfect. Put yeah, it on I'll, our show page for people to get those last tickets. Can well, do. 
On the other side of that, so that's something that you can do. I did something this weekend that I used to do, and, well, it goes without saying it's very different. I have some observations. I'll explain. But first, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, brought to you by our good friends at Southern Lights and Dr. Lisa of Wyzetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa. We put together a great list of resources. To find that list, it's very easy. Just go to mytalk1071.com and enter keyword awareness. Very easy. When we come back, I'll tell you that, uh, plus a sports icon. And that word is thrown around all the time. But a sports journalism icon has passed away. Uh, We'll talk about Sid Hartman when we come back. It is perfectly splendid that you're here. Jason and Alexis in the morning. (laughs) Live on demand and streaming at mytalk1071.com and on our app. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Thanks for being here, everyone. So... Don was telling you about the haunted drive-in at Rosedale. Congratulations to Chad and the folks at Flip Phone. Always do, they always do great events. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I didn't go uh, to any haunted things. I, I did something that I used to do all of the time before the pandemic. And if you are not new to the show, you know that most Saturdays you could find me and my husband, or I, I did it pre-Colin, um, at the Mall of America. I would go every yeah. Saturday. And I started doing it actually when Lex and I met. Um, it was right around that time that this tradition kind of started for me. Because unlike most human beings, and I recognize that I'm really weird like this, um, the mall does not stress me out. I, I wish I could see Kenny's face because I, I'm sure um, the mall, especially for locals, <laughs> is not a destination um, for whatever reason, whether it's too many people or very touristy. None of those things bother me. I actually, and Lex knows this, it actually is a zen moment for me. Yeah. Um, and it's always been. I enjoy it. But I enjoy shopping. And I, I'm a kid of the 80s, so I love the mall. All of those things, um, it, it's just a, a fun place for me. Anyway, you also, so this, you like routine, too. I love routine. You, Thank you. you. Have, yeah. When you get to Mall of America, you have a set thing that yep. you do, too. So yes, that that's comforting. Absolutely. Great observation. And yeah, absolutely. It's very much a routine. And I love the social aspect of it. Well, we were there this weekend. We decided I I haven't run errands like uh, there were so many things on my list that I haven't done. I am not joking, probably since the beginning of the summer, like things that I needed to do or I kept putting off and or I've, I've wanted to do. So this was our first weekend, not at the cabin because the cabin's basically closed down. So we're in the city. We went to the Mall of America, and I and I have to say, I appreciate all the safety measures. I want everyone to know I'm not complaining about them. I don't want people to misread me, but it was very different. And what I mean by that is there are so many stores that kind of require you now to have an appointment. So the spontaneous oh. nature, the spontaneous nature of just. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Walking around the mall and entering a store is now not there. Um, and it was it made me sad. It was really one of the first things about the pandemic that really it really kind of slapped me in the face of wow this has drastically changed and and it hit me especially like apple oh my goodness and i understand it again let me let me just i don't want people to misread me for the love of gumby the last time you talked about this someone's like how oh poor jason he can't go get his product yeah 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 no 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 no. (laughs) and please don't misread me this is just an observation and i respect it i'm glad all of these places are taking this seriously this is just an observation but Apple, I'm not kidding. You basically, I would need to bring an arm and a leg and identification, a blood sample from my mother. Um, I would need a, a cuckoo clock from an antique house. I would need my medical records. Then I would need uh, a teacher's note. And then I would need uh, references from last three bosses. And, and then my rental Sunday. And then my rental history. And then I could maybe get an appointment. And then even if I get an appointment, there's no guarantee I can enter the store. And then if I enter the store, I can't touch any products. Have I made myself clear? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Very. (laughs) The worst is you get there and you try to get um, an appointment, you know, just on your phone. Yeah. And then you can't even that day. You have to come back. No. Three, four days later. That's what happened to us. Right? And, and, yeah. and again, I'll, I'll just keep saying it for the humorless and for the people who just hate us in general. Uh, this is this is just a humorous anecdote. This is just an observation. I love that they're keeping their employees safe. They should do this. This is not important. But anyway, I there's a sign, Lex, that says, and Colin and I thought, oh, wow, okay, they're allowing people to enter the store out. Because it said, and I don't remember the exact verbiage, but the sign led me to believe that I could still enter the store even if I didn't have an appointment. So Colin and I go, you know, Colin, I don't know if I want to wait in line. I said, I don't want to. You you don't need anything here. I I want to see this keyboard um for the for the iPad. I want to get it for my mom because it it's a new keyboard that mimics more like a laptop keyboard. Mm. So there's only two people. He goes, Jace, what do we have going on? Just let's just wait in line. I don't care. So we waited in line and then we get up, and the guy. I, I said, he goes, uh, can I help you? And I go, yeah. I said, I just, and I pointed to the keyboard. I go, I just want to check out that keyboard right there. He goes, well, you really can't do that. And I said, he goes, and I, I said, well, no, I just, I, I want to see it. And he goes, well, you can't do that. And then basically <laughs> telling me I need an appointment in, in so many words. And I'm like, I thought the sign back there said, and I didn't say this to him, but I went, oh, I went like this. I was like a robot that was shutting down. I was like, um, well, I, uh, well, didn't the sign just, okay, okay. I go, forget it. And I walk out of the store and I'm like, okay, that's a little frustrating. I, 
basically what he was telling me was you just can't meander around the store. You have to have like an escort, I guess. That's my understanding. Ah. I'm sure an Apple representative will correct me momentarily on Twitters, and I welcome that. But I, I it was my... There must it, be a separate line for that. Girl, I don't know. The browsers. But anyways, I, that's when I realized, I'm like, okay, th- I am not built for this. I, I am not built for qu- quarantining, mall quarantining, because this is just, yeah. And Well, how was the rest of the mall? I mean, we know this is happening at all Apples, but just in yeah. general, what, what did it feel like walking um, through there, especially on a Saturday, which is usually hustle bustle? Uh, the crowds are picking up, which I'm so grateful for, for all of the, the stores and all the retail employees. There was some good foot traffic. Not all the stores. Again, I want to be clear. Not all the stores were like that. Like, I walked right in to Mac to get my TV makeup. Uh, uh, mm. I, I walked right in. I didn't need an appointment or, you know, a strand of Kenny's hair. That was great. <laughs> um yeah, I did have an appointment because I was interested in in I uh, researching Peloton. Um, you know, oh, especially yeah. yeah, especially if the we're going to get a second surge, and I wanted to be proactive with my health, and so I did have to have an appointment for that place, which I understand. Is there um, a whole store of Pelotons? Right yeah, there? yeah, there wow. is. Yeah, and there's such a run on them. Um, fun fact: there's such a <laughs> no run. No pun intended. Uh, delivery in our area, j- end of January. That's Whoa. how popular these things are because everyone's working out at home. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway, observation. Maybe I'll just uh, I'm gonna cut down my mall trips <laughs> for a little while, <laughs> or bring Kenny's hair with me when yeah. I go to stores. <laughs> we'll be back after this, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Everything icon. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. You heard the news yesterday, Sunday afternoon. Um, an icon, a legend. We could throw out some other words. Uh, just a fixture in the Twin Cities. Sid Hartman passed away at 100. 100. Wow. And the day he died, he still had a column running <laughs> on the day that he died uh, oh, in, wow. in, in the Star Tribune. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he, he wrote. Stop. No, I think he wrote three columns a week still um, and was responsible for over 21,000 byline stories in his career. Just think wow. of, you know, thank you. I know I, wow. I read that. And I was like, OK, you can throw that number out there, but just take a moment today and think about that. Twenty one thousand stories in his career from 1944 and then the one uh the one yesterday was his 119th of 2020 oh my gosh (laughs) i just i was so competitive and just like i'm not quitting no i can still write i'm still doing this if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kenny, when you think of Sid, uh, we're going to lean on you a little bit here because of, of the other universe that you occupy. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what, I don't when you know think... if you should lean on me or not because <laughs> I work with guys. I work with guys that know him very, very well. And uh, I, I knew him, but I didn't know him well. Uh, and. <laughs> He is a crusty bastard, is what he was. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're going to see all sorts of tweets and stories about his generosity and how f- 
fun he was and et cetera, and et cetera. But um, th- there's a group of us that we we don't treat each other nicely. Um, <laughs> we're, we're mean to each other, and Sid was the king of all of us. <laughs> we, we looked for we looked to him for inspiration on how to treat each other poorly, but then kind of silently, quietly prop each other up and help each other out and, and be buddies. Yeah. But we are not nice to each other, and Sid was the master of that. Um, it's the way you guys show love. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it is. Maybe. It, maybe it's the way we take out our frustrations on the rest of the world. On yeah, people on we each know other. Won't Aww. take us down the hall to the office where we're going to get in trouble. Yeah, oh, it's uh, like a sibling, my, right? Yeah. When I was a, a kid in the business, my first uh, contact with Sid was uh, I, I would go to go for uh, basketball and hockey press conferences. And we all had to, we always had to wait. We couldn't start the uh, the press conference until Sid was there. So that was my first uh, meetings with Sid. And then at one point in my career, I, I said something really, really highly offensive. And uh, I got in trouble for it in, in the newspaper. And a Ooh. guy named Doug Grow uh, wrote a column about how awful I was. And um, there were letters to the editor about how awful I was. Meanwhile, Mike Tyson was about to have another one of his fights. And Patrick Royce invited a bunch of his friends over to uh, his basement to watch this Mike Tyson fight. So I'm there with, uh, believe it or not, Doug Grow, And the room is very tense. And I'm feeling very awkward. And it's just, oh, I wish I wasn't here. I wish Royce would have told me Doug Grow was going to be here. And then all of a sudden, you hear the door open upstairs and a steady stream of Marine Barracks profanity coming from Sid. He comes down the stairs into the basement, looks at each one of us and works us over, gives us about five to ten seconds of real vile but funny material. (laughs) Hammers each and every one of us. And then we all sat down and watched the the fight, and it was a good time. And Sid, uh, Sid, without even knowing it, relieved all the tension. Yes, that's great. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, but most of my contact with Sid has been through Royce or Joe or the guys downstairs at uh, Channel Five in the sports department, and uh, all the guys in radio and sports that have all worked with him and know him well. So that that's where most of my stories come from. And there are some hilarious stories about Sid. I mean, he was an uh, accidentally a very funny guy. Um, what's the clock? Okay, we're good. Yeah, One we're time, good. um, talking to Bud Grant, the old Vikings football coach, and uh, Bud and a few other guys decide to take Sid to South Dakota to go duck hunting. But Sid, you know, not a hunter, not good with uh, uh, firearms, not oh, really no. wants, doesn't really want to be there. He just wants to be with Bud and get a column out of it. So they decide to stash Sid over on the other side of a hill at a pothole away from them so at least Sid won't kill any of them with his air <laughs> firearms. Oh my gosh. The ducks Smart. aren't flying. There's no ducks around. The ducks aren't flying. Sid, over the hill, around the corner, shoots up about three boxes of shells. Oh my gosh. Whoa. <laughs> and, and again, not a duck in the oh sky. <laughs> and so Bud and his guys, Bud Grant and his guys, go over and uh, 
Sid, what's going on? What you shooting at? We we don't have anything over here. Oh, the bleepers are everywhere. They're coming out of the trees and they're attacking me and they're all over and they're in the water and and evidently she said was shooting at everything but ducks. Oh, <laughs> no. blackbirds and who knows what sparrows. Whatever was on whatever was on the wing, Sid was taking a shot at and assuming they were ducks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So he he was a fun and interesting guy, but like you said, a very hard worker. Very hard worker. He he had a tendency to big up his home teams when they probably didn't deserve it. You know, he called a lot of people uh, my close personal friends and uh as it turns, you know, and the, we're talking big figures in the world of sports. And as it turns out, they were his close personal close personal friends. friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't bravado. Yeah, it wasn't. It, 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 it was bravado, but it was backed up with fact. Backed you know up bravado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the king of <laughs> the droppers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on Hill has a connection with him only because you know he worked for the Timberwolves, and right. Sid was at almost every single game. Yeah. And he actually, when he was like, he was 100 because he had an energy about him that, you know, was kind of like light and younger, at least from, you know, what Angel saw. One day he was walking through the arena and he scared Sid and everyone else on the action pack team <laughs> that went around like, oh, Angel scared Sid. <laughs> it was like this big deal. So every time when he saw him, at, you know, at, pre- at games afterward, he'd kind of give him a like, hey, <laughs> he was Did the he guy that him scared a- him. <laughs> Did he give him a mean nickname? Because that was usually what he would do. He would pick a very offensive name out of his book of offensive names, and he'd nail it to you, and that that's what he'd call you. And you know, oh, uh, you know what? I I don't I don't think so. But he just Good. knew who who he, he, he kind of gave each other a look like, yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, <laughs> kind of fun. You, you know. scared me. You're you're, oh, you're that guy. <laughs> Well, I, I was just thinking of him in the context, and Kenny kind of uh, piggybacking off what you said. He's one of the few journalists where the uh, the interviewer is as famous or more famous than some of the interviewees mm-hmm. that he's encountering. You know what I mean? Uh, he's especially at the beginning of the career. He's bigger than some of his subjects, as far yeah. as because he. It's rarefied air that Sid achieved. You know, local journalists don't always become fixtures in 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 the in markets like this. And but when it does happen, because it does, because when you're when you're in a market like uh, you know Seattle or or uh, uh, well here or when there's a lack of any real celebrity, I mean, we have Prince and but the local journalist back in the day not so much anymore thanks tiktok but the local you know journalists would become the celebrities sid was was one of those and right. and mm-hmm. uh, he was and, like kirby and, you say sid and everybody knows oh yeah you yeah. know who you're talking about but 100 man 100 uh was born on the north side March 15th 1920 gosh uh, he, he worked for 75 years yeah yeah, yeah. I, and, and when he was nine, he did the, he did the paper runs. He yeah. said he bought a hundred papers for a dollar ten, sold them for two cents each, and made ninety cents each time. That's but great. He, like two cents for the newspaper. Yeah. Wow, so cool. 
just amazing. Mm-hmm. So you'll be hearing much more about it all day long. And I'm sure in Kenny's other universe, you guys will be talking oh, about yeah. it as well. Um, yeah, six, I'm sure. 641, everybody. When we come back, Alexis started The Haunting of Bly Matter, and I finished it. Ooh. Observations from both ends of the house when we return. Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. Most of the electricity in our home flows from the blank to the what? From the plug to the vibrator. Whoa! This has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. Can somebody pick Kenny off the floor, please? Can we have a nurse, please? Yeah, Yeah, that batteries have really revolutionized that whole uh, hobby. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, imagine plugging it in. Hobby? Did he just go, Don? Did he just say hobby? Yeah. What's you know, uh, water painting, their own (laughs) bird watching. I'm not here to judge y'all. No, not at all. That's we do not. uh, We well, yes, we do. The whole show is a judge duty, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We wouldn't have a show if we're not. um, Yeah, yeah. Seriously, yeah. I retract Uh, the uh, last thing I said. I am here to judge you. We'll strike that from the record. Don't worry about it, Kenny. Jason and Alexis. Yeah, you. Ooh, be careful yeah. too. Mo- be uh, moisture. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hope you're grounded. Get into the details. Let's That's right. Do it. That's right. <laughs> Put your feet on carpet, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on demand and streaming. Uh, my name is Jason. Her name is Alexis. Her name is uh, Don, and his name is Kenny. Thanks for being here. The Bly uh, haunting of Bly Manor continues to just kick earth uh, on Netflix. Number one, I think. Or I think it, I think it still it's is definitely trending or one of the yeah. top ten. Oh, and really quick, let me just throw this out there. Did you guys see the tweet on Friday from Sarah Paulson? Um, congratulations to the uh, Ratchet folks. Forty-eight million people watched in twenty-eight days. Uh, Ratchet on Netflix. Wow. That is nuts. I didn't see that tweet. That's fantastic. And yeah. that was a great series. Yeah. So, okay. So, Haunting of Bly Manor. I finished it. Alexa started it. Ladies and beautiful people first. Lex, thoughts? You should go first. No. Um, it's very slow. I got through... Uh, I'm in episode five right now. I had to stop it. I just thought, ah, oh, I just... I'm hoping that you're going to say it gets really good because at this point right now, it's dragging for me. Um, one thing I really like about it, though, is that they're going through a scene. You get one character's point of view, and then they'll kind of rewind and and not necessarily back to back. You'll see the scene again, but from the other character's point of view. So in terms of storytelling, I really like how they're doing that. Um, of course, I like the whole dollhouse and the dolls. I think that's really interesting. I hope that they get into that more. You just kind of see it in some of the different characters. Most of the characters I... And people I don't really care about. Mm. The one yeah. who I mildly care about is the young boy named Miles. Just because, you know, they kind of go into a little backstory about, mm-hmm. you know, what happened to him. Right. And it seems like there's multiple things that are or entities or people kind of taking over. So you can differentiate between like, is he the little boy or is he something else right now? Um, but other than that, it's really draggy for me, Jace. Oh, I just finished well, episode Dawn, four. Yeah. Okay. Dawn, how are you feel? I feel it really came to like uh, oh a screeching halt this entire episode. Like yeah. I feel like episode three and four just could have been one episode. 
Like mm-hmm. I'm just starting to like see it as an editor and being like, you, we don't need all this, this stuff at the campfire. There's a lot. It's like 70% drama and 30% horror. If that so far, they better be able to justify all of this. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm on. thinking too. I mean, this is like a nine hour movie when you think about it, you know, yeah. and it's like, do they need all this? It could have been maybe I, I haven't gotten to the end yet, but it, I hope there's a big payoff. Because if not, I'm going to feel like I've wasted a lot of my time. Hmm. Same. Um, yeah, see, I have the polar opposite reaction. I actually, um, and Colin is now in the middle. He has shifted like polls, uh, like political polls. He's shifted <laughs> a little bit. He loved it until the last few episodes. And it's funny, I um, there were two episodes in the middle that I did not like. The campfire one is one of them. So, Dawn, I'm 100 percent with you. That was hard. Mm -hmm. That was hard to get through. But then um, it picked back up for me. And then there the pin ultimate episode. it, It starts with. Uh, Do I say this? Yeah, I do. I do say this. The penultimate episode is a predominantly a big flashback, Mm -hmm. which explains the origin of the haunting of Bly Manor to begin with. Mm. The origin of the haunting of the manor itself. And it kind of very haunted, though. And it's well. The, the see okay well then if yeah if you feel that way then there is a payoff in the penultimate episode okay. because it kind of explains the rules and what what's the force that is holding this together like what really is going on the penultimate explains it and how many episodes are there mm, nine, nine i think i think nine, nine. yeah yeah okay. so episode eight is the explainer and then I really enjoyed the finale. So, but Colin did not. He small, he big L liked it. Okay. He did not get into the love area. Mm. Um, I am small. I'm small L loved. It's not okay. perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I did, however, love the finale. I love the finale, but so there's um, some closure. It's explained. Yes. It's just taking so long. It's yeah. taking a it's long like time to get there. Yeah, through mud. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't disagree with that. Um, they could have shaved two or three episodes out of this, and it would have benefited them. I'm 100% agreeing with you on that. So that's a shame because you know, are people now when they get these Netflix deals? So it's like they're given an opportunity to do something and it's like you're you're given this budget and they probably tell them we're giving you a budget for nine episodes. Yeah, because this is expensive to create. So are they stretching out this story just because they have the ability to do nine episodes with Netflix when it could have been shorter? Like, okay, we don't need a hundred million dollars. We just need 60. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's just like affecting the storytelling to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I do not is uh, as, as I probably will end up liking it more than you two. I can still be critical of the of the middle. It, there is a dip in the middle. But to me, the the end, I was satisfied with it. Okay, I was good. A little, I was slightly more than satisfied. I actually really enjoyed episode eight. Uh, Phil Jones is sending a, mes- a message. The explainer, oof, 
Oof. Yeah. I Did enjoyed they expl- the backstory. Explain the perfectly splendid. They explain everything. Okay, good. Okay. Because that is annoying as hell. Isn't it? They, oh, she's like a repeating record. Oh, like, oh yeah, that God. stops. On, That's, that, that stops. That stops. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that stops. The perfectly splendid, that stops. But all, they do explain, you will under, basically, you know how there's, Dawn, you can explain this better than me. There are rules dominating these supernatural, you know, these supernatural universes. Like, okay, why can this ghost do that and that? They explain basically the rules of what's happening on the premises of Bly Manor. Like, what's happening to these people? Like, what what's the rules that are governing the, 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 this ghost or these ghosts? I'll leave it a little ambiguous. Um, and I really enjoyed the backstory, which you don't know until episode eight. And I'm like, oh, this is okay. I get it. I get oh, it. It makes I, me I, feel anxious that I have to drudge through episodes five, um, six, and seven. Yeah, but I see, mean, I Alexis, didn't... I was hoping yeah. it would pick up because I'm one episode yeah, behind uh, you. I was hoping it would pick up at the next mm-mm. episode, but I'm, you're telling mm. me I'm going to be. Yeah, no. Okay, I mean, I don't not like it. It's just like I'm more impatient. I want people to get to the. Yeah. You know, Let's get to it. Yeah. 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 You're more in line with everybody else. I'm a little bit of an outlier on this yeah. one. Um, I still loved Hill. Now that I'm done, Hill House was superior in so many ways. But um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed this. So I shouldn't say so really. Going. I actually enjoyed keep it. Going, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going. there. I mean, you're halfway there. I mean, yeah. just finish it because the conclusion to me is satisfying. So All right. we'll be right back, everyone. Stay with us. Mm-hmm.